0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on the second epistle of Peter with this sermon entitled, Wholesome Thinking, preached February 17th, 2019. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Second Peter chapter 3, beginning with verse 1. Wholesome thinking holy thinking godly thinking biblical thinking Christ centered thinking sir. may God help us to glorify God and enjoy him forever apostle Peter dealt with false teachers in the holy church of God in chapter 2 and Jude does the same in his epistle. Jude, the brother of our Lord Jesus. So let me read to you Second Peter chapter 2, 1 and 2. But there were also false prophets among the people in the Old Testament. Just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Listen, many will follow their shameful ways and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. It has been happening in the history of the church. Jude, four, for certain men whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are godless men who change the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. Friends, many churches have become synagogues of Satan where antinomianism prevails. Their philosophy is Jesus and immorality. Matthew 7, through 23 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And so on. Then I will tell them plainly what is Pastor's translation? Go to hell. This is serious deception. You go to church in order to go to heaven. But there are churches. By going there you go to hell. Then I will tell them plainly. The Lord Jesus Christ. I never knew you. Away from me. You doers of evil. May God help us. To hear and do the will of God. Like Jude, Peter deals with these fake pastors in 2 Peter 2. They are, listen, unregenerate. Did you read the parable of the soul? Good soil stands for regenerate people. All soil people are in the church, but in due time they will make their way out. They are unregenerate and therefore they are incapable of wholesome thinking. Point number one unwholesome thinking. All children of Adam are fallen. They are totally depraved, perverted, twisted. They cannot think correctly. They cannot think God-centered way, biblical way. They hate the Bible total depravity yes Genesis 6 5 the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on earth had become and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time Psalm 10 verse 4 in his pride the wicked does not seek him in all his thoughts there is no room for God. Psalm fourteen one, the fool says in his heart there is no God. John eight forty four, you belong to your father the devil and you want to carry out your father's desire he was a murderer from the beginning not holding to the truth for there is no truth in him when he lies he speaks his native language for he is a liar and the father of all lies and universities and colleges they lie everyday they lie They say what? There is no God. Science is the God. The Bible speaks about God of science. Jeremiah seventeen nine. The heart is deceitful above all things beyond cure. Who can understand human heart? Only God. Jesus said, For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. Romans 3 4, let God be true and every man a liar, every fallen man. We read in Romans 5 6 through 10. That unregenerate people are dead, powerless, ungodly, sinners, and enemies of God. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, The man without the Holy Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are what, sir? foolishness to him and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned all fallen people in Adam Romans 1 18 listen the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who what sir suppress every moment suppress the truth by their wickedness Romans 121 for although they knew God they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him but their thinking became futile their foolish hearts were darkened Romans 1.24, therefore God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. Romans 1.26, because of this God gave them over. God punishes. God gave them over to sin and sin and sin. Pleasures of sin for a season. It's a divine judgment, sir. Romans 126, because of this God gave them over to shameful lust. Not only that, Romans 128. I wrote two books on Romans. Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over towards what, sir, a depraved, perverted, twisted mind to do what ought not to be done. There is a long list of stuff they do every day. You go to Europe where reformation started you go to this country wicked people in power promoting evil sir evil 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 every day they lie they cheat they connive Ephesians 2 1 through 3 as for you you were dead in your transgression and sins Verse 3, all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts like the rest. We were by nature objects of wrath, God's wrath. Oh, you don't want to believe that? Let me read it. Ephesians 4, 18 and 19. They are darkened in their understanding separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts having lost all sensitivity they have given themselves over to sensuality, to lust so as to indulge in every kind of impurity with a continual lust for more Never satisfied by wickedness. Second Peter two nineteen, they promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity, slavery to sin. The unregenerate live by the lies. They live by lie. What lie? That there is no God. There is no God. As defined by Westminster Shorter Catechism. Question number four. The question is what? What is God? God is a spirit. Infinite. Eternal. Unchangeable. In his being. Wisdom. Power, holiness, justice, goodness, and truth. Oh, and I say he is triune, creator, redeemer, transcendent, immanent, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, and so on and so on. Point number two wholesome thinking. Wholesome thinking is possible only for regenerate people. Correct thinking is only possible for the regenerate people. Fool says there is no God. Unregenerate are children of the devil. Who is the father of all lies. The devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. Hell. Friends hell. There is a hell sir. Prepared for the devil. And all his followers. Evil angels. And the non elect fallen humans. Friends. Only the regenerate think godly, holy thinking. They alone think biblically. They think Christ-centered thinking. Not born again. Just believe. Cry out. As the Philippian jailer cried out in the middle of the night. What must I do to be saved? And the answer came. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved and your whole household. So 1 John 3 verse 3 says In reply Jesus declared, I tell you the truth no one can see, understand the kingdom of God unless, what sir? He is born again. John 3, 5, Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter, experience the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. 1 Peter 1, 3, praise be to God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ in his great mercy. He has given us new birth into a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The greatest miracle God performed in this world. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-five through 27. I will sprinkle clean water on you. Professor John Murray preached and taught. This is preaching of the word and you will be clean and I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols I will give you a new heart regeneration and put a new spirit in you I will remove from you your heart of stone rebellion and give you a heart of flesh And I will put my spirit, Holy Spirit, in you and move you. You shall receive power. Move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Through the spirit we obey God's will. Ephesians 2, 4 and 5 and 10 But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, listen, sir, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. You did nothing to deserve regeneration. It is God's monergistic act. Why is that, sir? You are dead. Dead, dead, dead. It is by grace you have been saved. Verse 10, Ephesians 2, For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus. For what purpose? To do good works, to obey. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Parable of the soul, good soil. Meaning regenerate. The farmer went to sow the word. Who is the farmer? The pastor, sir. Pastor. What is he doing? He is preaching the word. And regenerate people bring 30, 60, 100 fold obedience to the will of God. Unregenerate live by lie. A regenerate person has a regenerate mind to understand the word of God. He has a regenerate will to will the will of God. He has a regenerate feeling to feel the way God wants us to feel in any situation. A regenerate person truly repents and truly believes. Repentance and faith are gifts of God to the regenerate person. A born again child of God can do all these by the Holy Spirit who dwells in him. I will put my spirit in you and move you to obey me. 1 Corinthians 2:12 and 13 We have not received the spirit of the world but spirit who is from God that we may what sir understand what God has freely given us in the gospel. And 1 Corinthians 2:16 We have what, sir? Come on. The mind of Christ. Only regenerate have the mind of Christ to understand the word of God. And to will the word of God. And to feel the way God wants us to feel. And not only that, sir. Let me read to you. Philippians 2:12 and 13 Therefore my dear friends as you have always obeyed not only in my presence oh obedience obey obey parents obey the mother obey the father obey the pastor obey the boss Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with what? Fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to do according to his good purpose. I said, sir... You feel the way God wants you to feel. Now listen to this. Not only so, Romans 5, 3 through 5, not only so, we also rejoice what? In what, sir? Sufferings, plural. New feeling, new will, new intellect we receive in regeneration. We also rejoice in sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. That's the way of God. He gives you sufferings for a good purpose, to be like Jesus Christ. We are predestinated to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ obeyed all James 1 2 and 3 consider it pure joy my brothers whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know the testing of your faith develops perseverance character we say I say too I don't I don't want sufferings but God doesn't seem to hear it Because he wants his people to be godly and holy. 1 Peter 4, 12 and 13 Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed so you must be regenerate to think wholesomely number two regenerate people are called beloved and the translation in NIV is not correct it says dear friends in chapter 3 verse 1 verse 8 verse 14 verse 17 it should be agape toy from which you have what's a agape love beloved friends we are beloved of god in his beloved son our lord jesus christ 2 Peter 1.17 God foreknew us from all eternity Professor John Murray says foreknew means what sir? For love. for loved in eternity sir before creation before you were ever born that understanding alone is sufficient for live for God and go through suffering we are beloved of God in his beloved son, our Lord Jesus Christ. God foreknew, foreloved us in eternity. We are beloved also of the son. Husbands, what's Love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Ezekiel 34 shepherds ate the sheep and there it is promised I'll give you a good shepherd and in John 10 four times John 10 11 15 17 and 18 we are told Christ loved the church and he laid down his life on the cross for us Christ loved us and died on the cross in our place for our sins. He paid the highest price to redeem us, the beloved of Christ. We are told, Matthew 16, 26, what does it profit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? The whole world, if you had owned it. You don't own it. Christ owns it he created it but it cannot buy you salvation his love for us sir is the highest greatest in heaven and on earth we are loved also by God's family fellow believers did you know that sir that's why in this church we take care of our people if you don't have a home if you don't have food you'll take care of it. and then we will say what sir get a job, get a job. why it is the bible right. you must work six days a week let me read to you 1st John 3 16 through 18 this is how we know what love is Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we what sir Ought, not may, ought. It is God's command. We ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? He is not a Christian. Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. Not just pastors love the sheep. Every single person born of God believer is responsible to take care of every other person in God's holy church. That is what Christ-centered thinking, sir. You want to know how great the love is? Romans 8, 31, What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, what, sir? Who can be against us? Romans say 38 and 39, I'm convinced... That neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Everlasting love. From eternity to eternity. That's all I need to know. God loves me. God loves you even when you sin God loves you and the Holy Spirit convicts you that you may repent and obey but his Holy Spirit will not leave you number three God stirs up our mind stimulates our mind though we are regenerate And in whom Holy Spirit dwells, we can be sometimes spiritually asleep. Is that true, sir? And the Holy Spirit through his word must awaken us. And he does. Thank God he does. As we listen to the preaching, he revives us. As we listen to counsel, he revives us. As we read, as we sing, as we worship, as we work, even as we sleep, God can stir us up to do God's will. God especially uses his word of truth to revive us. So Peter says, That he wrote his two epistles to arouse us, to awaken us, to stimulate us to wholesome, correct, pure, holy, godly thinking. Bible-centered thinking is the right thinking. The regenerate person. Indwelt by the Spirit is enlightened to think Christ-centered thoughts in the whole Bible. Number four, Christ-centered thinking. Luke 24, 25 and 27, he said to them, How foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken did not the Christ have to suffer Christ-centered thinking these things and then enter his glory and beginning with Moses and all the prophets he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself without Christ-centeredness the Bible doesn't make any sense Luke 24 to 45 through 47. Then he opened their minds. What's the problem with our minds? Goes to sleep. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them this is what is written that Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached. In his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. That's what I am doing right now. Without belief in God, which the Bible affirms in Genesis 1 1 and Hebrews 1 through 3. Genesis 1 1 says, What, sir? In the beginning, what, sir? God. Created the heavens and the earth. You go and tell that at the university professor. He will laugh at you. No God in their mind. And Hebrews 1. In the past God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets. At many times and in various ways. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his son whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. And he had provided purification for sins. He sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven without Christ-centered thinking you don't understand anything. No unbeliever in Jesus thinks correctly. Especially in regard to the true and living God. The Bible alone is the word of God. The truth. So Peter said Second Peter 1.21 4 prophecy never had its origin in the will of man but Men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And Paul said, 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17, All scripture is God-breathed means God-spoken. And is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished for every good work only through the lens of scripture we know of all reality. Scripture is the lens. Number five, Jesus believed the truth of the Bible. In Luke 4, 4 and 4, 8 we are told Jesus spoke to the devil, Geg. It is written, by which he is saying, the Bible is my authority. Number six, Jesus came to obey the scripture. Psalm forty, seven and eight. Then I said, Here I am. I have come it is written about me in the scroll I desire to do your will oh my god your law is within my heart he delighted in the law of god someone do you delight in the law of god john 434 my food is to do the will of him not just understand it but to do the will of him who sent me and to finish it john 8:29 the one who sent me is with me who has not left me alone for i always do what pleases him obedience and fellowship with god what more you want Fellowship with God is the highest blessing we can have. John 14.31 The world must learn I love the Father and that I do exactly what my Father has commanded me. May God help us to love the word, to do the word. And to have fellowship with God. John 17, 4, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work you gave me to do, including death on the cross. God planned redemption. Christ accomplished redemption. Holy Spirit applies redemption to the elect of God. And finally, he said, when he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. Tell He finished the work. What's the proof? That you are here saved. You are made children of God. I am the vine, you are the branches. His life flows into you, causing you to produce fruit, more fruit and much fruit. For the glory of God the Father. Without faith in God of the Bible, one becomes a liar. Let God be true and all men liars, which does not include God's people. Number seven, not faith in part of the Bible, or people pick and choose. Sir. no, not faith in part of the Bible but the whole of the Bible. Writings of the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Acts twenty twenty seven says, St. Paul says, For I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole counsel of God. The whole will of God. That's what we do in this church. Friends, the greatest miracle in the Bible is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Without the resurrection of Jesus Christ, there is no salvation. If Christ was not raised, then he is a liar because he said he'll be raised not only he's a liar he needs a savior the greatest miracle in the bible is the resurrection of Jesus Christ how did Paul explain this miracle to the unbelieving Festus and King Agrippa you know what Festus said Festus says to King Agrippa They had some points of dispute with him, with Paul, about their own religion and about a dead man named Jesus, who Paul claimed was alive. Well, Greek philosophy says, dead, dead man never rises from the dead. In fact, death is salvation. What did St. Paul say, sir? 26 to 8 of uh, Acts. Why should any of you consider it incredible? That God, which God? God of the Bible, raises the dead. You are a fool if you question resurrection of Jesus Christ. God is almighty. God is infinite in his power, in his wisdom. God raises the dead. See, God does not lie. Titus 1 to a faith and knowledge resting on the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before the beginning of time. Friends, we must be filled with the scripture and with the Holy Spirit we are to hear the word of God to do it in the scripture God is speaking to us personally that we may conform to Jesus in the scripture God is speaking to us personally teaching us rebuking us correcting us comforting us encouraging us training us in righteousness reminding us to obey him in this church we preach the word sir the bible says they devoted themselves to the apostles doctrine and the apostles said Acts 6 4 and we will the apostles give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them to obey obey whatsoever things I have commanded you. When the mother speaks, you obey. When the father speaks, speaks, you obey. When the pastor speaks, you obey. And John 15:7 says If you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be given you And Jesus said therefore everyone who has these words of mine and obeys them is like a wise man who built his house upon a rock Thank God you have come to a church where the word is preached with authority right. authority of the Holy Spirit God's word enables us to hold some thinking Proverbs 23, 7 says as a man thinketh so is he King James friends Right thinking produces right behavior of doing good works. Who is here? Christ is here. If two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. Jesus is with us. His eyes are like blazing fire. He sees our good works. May God help us to wholesome thinking as well as wholesome doing of the will of God the Bible says you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you friends don't add to the scripture don't subtract from the scripture don't misinterpret the scripture You need pious and learned ministers to interpret scripture Christ-centered way, salvation-centered way. And this is what we do. Jesus Christ will have a bride. And you are his bride. And let me read to you about Jesus Christ. The Bride of Christ. The book of Revelation. Chapter 19, 6 through 8. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude. Like the roar of rushing waters. And like the loud peals of thunder. Shouting, "Hallelujah!" Hallelujah! For our Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. He has a bride, sir, the elect. And they hear the word and do the word. They live a holy life. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given to her. Fine linen stands for the righteous acts of the saints. Friends, let me read to you from Psalm 1. This is what Jesus practiced. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. But his what, sir? Delight Delight in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night to find out the will of God to do it. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water which yields its fruit in season whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. Thank God for the scripture. Thank God for regeneration. Thank God for wholesome thinking. Thank God for our delighting in the word of God. You are blessed, sir. And I am blessed. We are blessed, being blessed, and will be blessed. Heavenly Father, we pray that you stir up our mind to wholesome thinking that we may know the will of God and do the will of God by the power of your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.